All right, excited to have Arthur Shalomov on today, a very close friend and amazing loan officer with All Western Mortgage. Um, Art, we've been working together for eight years now? Something like that. It's been a while. It's been a good <laughs> ride. It's been a great ride. And, and we've always uh, really you know, practiced the amazing level of service and, and providing an experience for uh, clients, um, no matter what type of market we're in. And, and the main reason we're together today is we want to provide the consumers, all those buyers out there that used to have an option to get a jumbo loan for their home purchase. Um, now that jumbo loan is not available, but you have some options to assist buyers in today's marketplace. Um, still buy million dollar homes, um, primarily that 600,000 plus uh, home uh, with, with just 10% down. I mean, that's what a lot of clients are asking both of us. Are they still able to do that? So thank you for, for being on to provide the real deal of, of what's going on and, and what options are actually available. Right, absolutely. And uh, one of the things that we do, we not only provide great service, but we like to find solutions, right, to, uh, to fit the borrower's needs. So personally, I, uh, I always like putting deals together and structuring them in a way where it makes sense and, uh, and it will benefit the buyer. So I um, wanted to uh, share my screen and uh, discuss some options for that higher end borrower, uh, buyer, if you will. I call this a presentation, if you will, how to uh, buy a, a million dollar home with 10% down. Let's, so let's start with a, with a hypothetical example. Let's say we have a buyer looking to buy a $650,000 house. Let's say it's in Desert Ridge, right? And they have $60,000 for a down payment, which is 10% of the purchase price. So they would be borrowing $585,000. And that would be considered a jumbo loan amount. And let's say he, that's all he really has right around 65,000, maybe $70,000 to work with. And so what would be a solution for him? Ultimately, we know that jumbo financing is anything, any loan amount, any single loan amount that's over $510,400, it's considered a jumbo loan amount. Now, these types of products, they're a little more restrictive. Why? Because it is a bigger loan amount given to a single borrower so they're considered higher risk. Therefore, they're going to have uh, stricter requirements as far as qualifying. So the, the one requirement as of right now is 20% down payment, which is absolutely required. They just decreased or increased the down payment requirements from 10% to 20. They also like to see higher uh, credit scores. So minimum of 720 credit scores, not only the score, but they also pay really close attention to the actual history. And, and the length of, of trade lines on somebody's credit profile. They also have strict income requirements uh, and lower uh, and stricter DTI requirements. And DTI stands for debt to income ratio. Uh, so they would actually have higher income requirements compared to conventional financing. And in addition to that, a typical jumbo loan would require anywhere from six to 12 months in reserves. So they're looking for that savvy borrower that's seasoned with, a, with higher FICOs and, and bigger loan amounts. So obviously our borrower that was looking to buy a home with 10% down, 
would not be eligible for something like this because first of all, he's short on the funds for the down payment. He's also short on, on reserves. So the solution as of right now would be this. You can actually split the loan amount into two. So remember how we said any single loan amount over $510,000? Well, if you're putting 10% down, your, loan, your total loan amount that you'd be borrowing would be 571. But if you split that loan amount into two, so your first would be at $508,000, which is below the 510 mark. And then you would have a second behind it as a, a 63,500, giving you a total of 571,500, which is after the 10% that you put down. The beautiful thing about this is that when you're not going jumbo, what you're doing is you're actually following conventional guidelines and conventional guidelines are a little bit more lenient than on a jumbo product. And uh, it just gives you a lot more flexibility. Now, remember my, my initial slide said how to buy a home up to a million dollars with 10%. This type of a structure would actually would allow you to purchase a home up to a million dollars with 10% down if you split and if you do a first and a second. Mm. And again, this is, so as an example, your first would be at 80% and then you would have a second at 10% and then you would be avoiding the jumbo restrictions on this one. So this, this is the, the workaround essentially. And, and this option has always been available, right? It's not a new option. It's just a, a solution for today's buyers that don't have 20% down. Correct. It's been around. I've personally used it multiple times. I actually prefer that method because that second is, is a HELOC. It's a home equity line of credit. And the beauty about that product is, and of course, there's, there's cons and pros on, on, uh, on every side. But what I liked about it is, especially if you have a business owner, that once you pay down that HELOC, that second, that line of credit stays open and therefore allowing you to tap in into that equity whenever, whenever you need to. Okay. Uh, when, and then another, another question I'm, I'm sure people are going to be asking is, you know, uh, the first is a fixed rate, either a 15, 20 or 30 year fixed rate option mortgage. But the HELOC, is there a fixed rate for that or is it only a, a variable uh, rate for that second? Most of the seconds we do, they're HELOCs. And the reason for that is, and the HELOC is a home equity line of credit, and those rates are based on the prime rate, which is adjustable. So every time the Fed drops the Fed rate, then you would, that's when you would see an effect. It would be effect reflected on your HELOCs. Now, the good thing as of right now is your, your, uh, your rates on, on those HELOCs, your prime rate is really low. And it's, for the most part, at least for the next couple of years, we know that rates are going to stay low. So, you know, we're expected this specific product to be, you know, semi-attractive. And I say semi-attractive because the, you know, uh, rates usually on the seconds are a little, a little higher than, than they would be on the first. There is a, a fixed option available as well, but a fixed option is actually, it's amortized. Usually it's a 15-year fixed, um, amortized over a 15-year term. And it usually gives you a much higher payment. So usually people shy away from that. Now, you and I talked about something earlier. Um, and you're like, well, how do I figure out how to avoid what price point can a borrower look at? So I, this is actually, I put this for you. Uh, so let's, let's say, you, you, okay, so how much can I uh, finance or what price point can I be at if I want to avoid going jumbo and, and utilize the maximum loan amount to go conventional? So 
the calculation for that is you take the, the 510 and the actual maximum loan amount is 510, 400, but I just kind of like to use round numbers. But if you take 510, multiply by 105%, and that's used for 5% down, it'll give you the maximum loan amount of a maximum purchase price of 535,500. And what's so important about this is it's not just for the buyers that are out there, but for the sellers, right? In today's market, you know, sellers need to understand what the options or capabilities that, that buyers have. And when strategically pricing a home according to what the majority can afford or the majority can tap into when it comes to financing, because a lot of the homes are bought with financing, it's important to, to understand those things. So th this is a perfect example of that. Thank you. Right. So, uh, yeah, so whatever down payments work in 5% increments for the most part. And uh, that's a, absolutely, and it, it is important how you price your loan because ultimately you want to know where you're at with, with the purchase price if the, the buyer is coming in and thinking, okay, am I putting 5, 10, or 20%? And it gives them that threshold because you want to avoid going jumbo, especially in today's market with a lot of volatility. A lot of restrictions. Lenders are very uh, careful and they double check, triple check everything. So if you can avoid going jumbo and, and going this route, it, it'll, it'll save a lot of headaches. Now, just to kind of touch base on, on, on the, uh, avoiding the headaches, if you will. The seconds are also very careful. So what, what's happened before COVID, the way the underwriting worked on seconds is that whatever the first mortgage approved, basically the second would follow. Now, seconds have their own overlays, meaning they, they, they have their own guidelines on top of uh, whatever the first is doing. They may have some restrictions. So very important. So if the first mortgage will allow you to use gift funds, it is possible that the second mortgage may say, we won't allow you to use uh, gift funds or business funds. Also, there's some restrictions on the departing residence. So for example, if I'm selling a, a property, and I'm trying to buy another one, and I'm leasing out the property that I'm uh, currently living in, there are some restrictions on that compared to what the first requires. There could also be some overlays as far as DTI. So you always want to talk to the loan officer and give them a specific scenario. Make sure the loan officer asks you a lot of questions because these are all variables that are very important and could either make or break a deal. So you want to make sure that you're going into this and especially if you're a realtor or a seller and you've got a prequal with, uh, with a first and a second, make sure you actually uh, connect with, with the loan officers and find out all these questions. One more thing to consider, which is very interesting, it doesn't necessarily have to be structured as a 80-10. It could actually be structured as a 75-15, 75-20, or even a 50-40. Sometimes when you do this, you can actually get better pricing on the first mortgage. So I, I've done a million dollar purchase up to with 10% down, and we actually had it structured as a 50-40. Otherwise, and that's how I was able to purchase a home. Otherwise, if you want to go on Jumbo, you wouldn't have qualified. Recap of just that last part, you know, it's, it's very important that, you know, whoever anyone's going to be working with, they're looking at not just the first and making sure that the uh, buyer can be qualified for just the first, but they have to really look at those overlays or those, or those additional guidelines uh, from the second, right? So there is a solution. So number one, the real deal here is there is a solution 
to still buy a million dollar property with just 10% down and, and, um, and to have them get in touch with you to, to look at, you know, their situation and making sure that they're able to qualify, not just for that first, not just for that second, but for the whole package. Great information today. Really appreciate it. And until next time, um, thanks again. My pleasure. All right. Over and out.